Right, we've stopped fidgeting now, so hello, welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands, the podcast from Falkland Islands Television. So hello to everyone, you're walking your dog, because we've been putting that in the programme each week, haven't we, Ollie? A little plug there yeah. for walking dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is your last time you'll see just me and Ollie, because oh. Wednesday this week, Hannah and Catherine get out of quarantine and we should be full back up to speed. Yeah, it's going to be quite interesting with quite a lot more of us. Are we going to be able yeah. to cope, though? I think so. I think we've had a nice little routine and then the dynamics will change yeah. again and go for the next... How are you going to feel with, like, two more women in the room? I'll be all right. It'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just be right. It'll be all right. It'll be fine. No, but it's, It'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be reet. But it'll be interesting, though, because when, like, so earlier on when the COVID hit, it was me and Hannah and Tom, yeah. and then... Hannah's gone on holiday, hope she's had a nice time. And it's then... been an extraordinary year, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and then now it'd be nice to have more people and uh, to work on nice little more projects and things. Yeah. So anyway, listener, we're sitting here in the FITV offices at FITV Towers. Um, if you hear a little squeak, it's because Ollie is on a wheelchair <laughs> and is swinging himself from side to side. Um, and if, so if you hear squeaks and stuff, that's it. I'm sitting perfectly still. Um, Swivel chairs are my weakness, to be fair. But I just, I don't know. Well, we had a big meeting early last week. We had a big meeting in the in the on the office at the end of the corridor at Stanley Services, and they've got a really nice, really nice wheelie chair in there, (laughs) which I was considering to nick. Oh yeah. And we could have a plan of action, whereas you distract everyone down the corridor while I just whiz down the corridor on the new. Oh, that'd be okay. This is a plan. And then we'll swap it for my chair. My chair can go back. Get rid of the squeaky chair. Don't tell anyone, listener. <laughs> uh, we've had a massive week this week, well, yeah. last week. Um, it was just absolutely full on and jam packed, which is why this is not going out on Friday, which is when we normally release a podcast, because we had the single constituency referendum. Yes, what a. I forgot about that. We we've didn't write so that many, down. We've had so many we? things, haven't we? But. <laughs> Me, like I say, we went. Uh, I finished short my bowls playing that, and then I went straight to the town hall. Yes, uh, and we filmed that. So um, I've done a few um, elections down here, and so there is a, there is a certain formula that it follows. Um, but listener, the count was open at half past six, or well, twenty past six. We were allowed in there. And Ollie's got short mat bowls. So I said, don't worry, nothing's going to happen <laughs> at that time. So just take your time, and when you come, you know that. We'll be going from there. The first announcement will be the fact the the turnout. I could see, yeah. um, but no, they did an announcement to say that they were starting an account and you weren't there. And I had to do it, and I I like proper panicked uh, <laughs> with with all the cameras because we had the live streaming of the phone, yeah. which I couldn't do because I couldn't work it out because I'm old. <laughs> um, the the phone, uh, the the camera. Yeah. Um, I, couldn't find my glasses so that might be out of focus and it was just it was just right it, yeah but we managed to manage to do all right we managed to get everything right, together yeah. uh we did the live stream of the final announcement yeah well done. We just, that was your bag that was not me well a team effort isn't yeah. it and then like say so you you managed to get uh, pieces to camera it's, as well live interviews and yeah. everything so. do you know what? I, was, I was looking at some of our rushes and we're obviously having a conversation as i'm filming something uh you and i are having a conversation you're saying something like you could do a live live piece to camera um, we could live stream oh. it out and I'm going no no I don't do well on live because I don't know if you've seen this but on Facebook we oh, on Facebook we um, we live streamed the result and we got quite a few viewers on that we got about more than a thousand views yeah. I think on which is quite good so for those of you who are not really sure what on earth we're talking about 
Um, when you vote here for the members of the Legislative Assembly, which are effectively the, the members of Parliament down here, um, there are five members that represent Stanley constituency, and there are three members that represent the Camp constituency. And although the Camp constituency only has, I think it's 274 voters, registered voters, um, it actually sits on like 90% of the island, so, you know, they sit on the most geographic thing. Um, I'm using my hands there, by the way, <laughs> listener, to, to gesticulate. Um, so the question, and it's been posed roughly about every 10 years, hasn't it? The last one was 2011, prior yeah. to that was 2001, basically saying, do people want a single constituency? So this um, was a year earlier then, wasn't it? But it's always been the same answer, but it's interesting, though, because when you look at the results this year... Uh, it's been the first time that Stanley have said uh, are in favour of a single constituency. But only just. But only ju exactly only just. Um, whereas and the camp constituency was what eighty four percent or something like that last time, but now mm. it's sixty eight percent. So it's yeah. slowly eroding down. Yeah. But it's so the big thing about this is um, it won't change. It's a constitutional mm. change that has to happen to go for a single constituency, and the constitutional constitutional change can't happen unless it's two-thirds of the majority of voters in both constituencies so um, in favour of a single constituency in the Stanley constituency was 50 point something or other it's 50.8 I, yeah. I mean I could put the pie we could put the pie chart yeah. stuff um, for the, anybody who's just added them up and going that doesn't add up to 100% it's because it's um, it goes on the percentage of the voting papers um, so we were talking earlier on in the week to somebody who was really not happy about this election, but rather than simply not vote, um, because your vote, it's going to sound very complicated, but it, it, your vote doesn't count if you don't vote, of course it doesn't, but if you vote and spoil your paper, your vote is counted in the turnout, and it's the percentage of the turnout, mm. I'm right in saying that, am I? Yeah. yeah. So um, it's the percentage of the turnout... But um, so when you add up on screen, um, you'll find that it doesn't quite add up. Uh, the num the figures don't quite add up to hundred, um, and that's why. But it's very long. <laughs> I knew what I was talking about. But it was quite interesting though, because obviously the MLA's the Legislative Assembly were all half half split, and yeah. then obviously the the people have said no to it yeah. for this this time. So yeah, indeed. But, yeah. um, other things that have happened um, last week. To, well, well over the weekend really. Um, sad news, unfortunately the Island Games are not going to go ahead. They were due to be in Guernsey June next year? Yeah, in 2021, Guernsey. So you're our sports correspondent <laughs> as well as everything else. What, what's all that about? Um, yeah, so unfortunately it was cancelled. So they had a the International Island Games Association had a, an AGM meeting virtually with all the representatives of the the uh, the islands and they just had to say because of the COVID nineteen pandemic and safety concerns they have to postpone it um, and they're working with the island games committee for twenty twenty three in Orkney and as well as the twenty twenty one Guernsey Island Games to see what they can do um, to see whether they can try and, whether it's postponed for a month for two months for a year or whether oh. it's totally cancelled oh I see uh, and that should be released in December time but like I say it's all up in the air speculation oh, okay so it could still go ahead next year but not it's time. very 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 unlikely I think oh, it's okay. uh, but so I had Mike Summers on the phone as soon as the announcement was released and obviously he was quite Mike Summers is the 
chairman of the National Sports Council here in the Falcons. Yeah. Obviously, he was quite uh, disappointed, but obviously understood the reasons why. And they're having a meeting on today on Monday. The what day is it today? Monday. Monday. The, yeah, they're having a Monday the twenty eighth. They're having a meeting today to, to discuss what's yeah. going on, um, which obviously upset him for all, but. You can understand why, uh, with the pandemic and everything that's going yeah, on. Yeah, indeed. It's, it's, it would be quite difficult. I know we were talking um, a few weeks ago to someone and they were saying about if you chartered a plane and flew it direct to Guernsey and then you could sort of, you know, go sort some of the problems out. But, you know, that's not going to work, especially for the Falkland Islands because mm. it's so such a long way anyway. Um, to be able to do that and a lot of the islands uh, uh, I mean Sark when I went in Gotland um, which was a couple of years ago um, Sark only had like four competitors well they haven't charter a plane they've no, no. four competitors anyway but, but, so it's, but it's also interesting as well because um, although it's been cancelled there are a few sports in the islands that are thinking about going abroad um, and doing stuff abroad rather than doing the island game oh, so right. for ex- a prime example is short map bowls the bowls association they're already thinking this is uh, going to canada is this uh, like hot news off the press for our listeners <laughs> well i don't know this is, yeah but they're already thinking about going to canada or something along their minds to go abroad yeah. and it's the right re- you know it's the right thing to do really to do, inter- to do an international tournament well, well yeah. like i say you know all the sports people that are here have been pr- been preparing for yeah. the island games and then for it just to stop yeah is, um, well, that did happen a few years ago with the archery um club because it was going to be the island games was going to be on an on a an island i can't remember which one it was that wouldn't have an archery um competition so the archery club here instead went to jersey actually for right. a competition in jersey instead so you know the ways around it like you do need that international competition though don't you yeah absolutely. be against something else maybe they'll do another mpa yeah oh, sorry mpc on the wrist for that mpc um, mpc versus stanley perhaps uh, later in the summer because we are coming into summer uh, listener and we're going to put some pictures up on uh, on this on the youtube channel for this one aren't we um with some absolutely cool we've had saturday was cracking wasn't it God, yeah, and Sunday as and well. Sunday was both cracking, the whole yeah. weekend, it was gorgeous. Um, got some really nice sunset pictures as well. Oh, yeah, that I had to I had to raise the So to that. yeah, listen, listen, um, listener, <laughs> listen, listener. Um, Ollie took some pictures. Well, I took some pictures as well, but Ollie's are much better. Um, no filter. No, absolutely no filter at all. Um, yeah, basically, I don't know on how his, it happened. On his Android phone as well, listener. <laughs> Not an iPhone on an Android phone. Really nice. Now, what, what I've got to say is that. The sunset was it was going down, and then the the for some odd reason the sky turned purple, yeah, yellow, yeah. orange, etc. Yeah. So I was at Cape Pembroke Lighthouse. I was like, oh, can I get a reflection of it in the water? And then went really down low, took a nice little shot. It, like I say, it'll be on the YouTube um, one, but really down low, took a nice picture and got the reflection of it in purple and got yeah. it in um, in yellow and red as well. Yeah. So it was, it was it was it was it was awesome. Yeah, but no filter on it. No, absolutely no filter at all on that one. Richard. I was on my way to a, a a dinner out with some friends, and we uh, stop that car so we can get out and as a, take a photograph of it, photograph of it. And so I've got the um, cathedral in silhouette um, up there. So I'm not as dramatic as yours. Yours are lovely and, and taken very well. But um, yeah, it's been one of those. It's been one of those weekends. Um, so Sunday. 
You went off to Middle Earth, didn't you? Middle Earth. <laughs> yeah, do some tussock planting on Middle Earth. That's it, that's the one. Yeah. Um, I went to Middle Island, but we'll go with Middle Earth. Oh, it sounds a bit more epic. Middle Earth, yeah. It sounds a bit more epic. No, Middle Island with conservation and Georgia seafoods. Um, and we went, well, we first we went to Green Island to pick up some. Well, first of all, you've got to. How did you get there? Because you, you had no idea where you were going, no. did you? So, so we had to pick up Triana from the radio station to go with you, who yeah. knew where she was going. Yeah. So we went to Mare Harbour, um, which is near NPC. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we got a nice uh, little, I don't know what we call them, launch, do you call them? Little, little boat, really, with a delegation of about 10 people. Um, and we travelled across there to Green Island, owned by Sally Ponce, mm-hmm. and picked up some nice uh, tussock grass there because it was recovered from a fire, and then took that over to Middle I- Middle Island or Middle Earth, as we said, yeah. um, and took that over there because it ne- it's in desperate need of tussock plants there to keep to stop the erosion and, and things like that. But like I say, it'll be a bit more in depth the piece this week uh, on FITV. Week five hundred one. Five hundred one. So uh, we did. Um, if you're watching week 500, there was a little clip there with all the, some past members of uh, the team um, who had read the news at one stage or another. Um, it was it was nice looking back on all of those. Uh, I can imagine, so you've been here since yeah, day dot. Bit so. of a bit of a mammoth tarsa. I mean, that took me like all of two days, really, to, to do that. Anyway, while Ollie was um, in Middle Earth doing his tussock planting, I was at <laughs> Tourism Day. Um, which had been organised because it, it was World Tourism Day. Um, yeah, I, think I think it so. was a World Tourism Day, and the tourist board down here had organised a little expo at the Jetty Centre, uh, with a lot of the um, places that you can get tourism experiences from down here. Um, but they did a scavenger hunt, oh, yeah. which I've not been to down here before. So there was four of us in the car, and we tootled around. Tootled. <laughs> yeah, we did. We tootled around to go because you had to do selfies oh, in see. all these different places around Stanley. So you had to have a selfie with one of the planets because there's a there's um, an art installation along the front oh, where you've got um, a, the sun and then all the other planets at, at the correct distance. I think um, obviously not the real distance. <laughs> Scale down a bit. Scale down a bit. Uh, apparently, it takes you forty five minutes to walk from the sun to uh, Pluto because it was made when Pluto was actually a planet still. I haven't done that yet. I probably need to, oh, yeah. need to go and do, it. do that. Yeah. It's good fun. Um, I think somebody nicked one of the... has broken off one of the planets. Uh, oh, dear. Uh, there's a geocache down there as well. Is there? Yeah. But what, how many people went to the World Tourism? Were there quite a few? Yeah, well, 17 teams went for the uh, went into the scavenger hunt. Oh, brilliant. Um, so you had to do all these selfies. Then you had to go and collect some uh, Falklands wool... Um, Something made in the Falklands, a shell, some driftwood, oh, cool. um, a stamp, uh, an image of a, a um, local plant, things like that. It was really well organised and it was a brilliant, brilliant uh, morning's work. We had to go and get a... What did we go down to Gypsy Cove for? I can't remember. We went down to Gypsy Cove for something. Um and turned around and come back and it was absolutely gorgeous and the you could see one of the minefields oh, yeah. and I thought I'd better take a photograph of this now because in a few weeks time That's it, it's, gone. It's, gonna, it's gone so um, I stopped that car <laughs> um, <laughs> and ran out um, very disappointing actually listener because there was um, an empty packet of of sweets um, sitting in the dunes which I was not happy about so I picked no. up that to put in the bin 
But anyway, um, yeah, absolutely gorgeous uh, pictures out there. So I think we we lost. That <laughs> we was my next question. Win. Did you win? No, we didn't win. I think we came sort of like fifth, sixth, something like that. All right, not too the bad. The time then. that we did. Um, but the people who won did it in like one hour, 48 minutes. It's the taking part that counts, as it they all say. Do you know what? It, it, it was. It was. It, we all of us really, really enjoyed doing that. So um, if it ever happens again, listener, I highly recommend you uh, you join in on that. Um, so anyway, looking at this week, because we're recording this on Monday afternoon, it's ten past four at the moment. Yep. Um, not so much a busy week this week, but we still have got a full programme um, on its way to you for Friday. Um, you've got some interviews going al- along on Wednesday, haven't you? Is that for a piece on Bodie Creek, isn't it? Bodie Creek Bridge. Yeah, so in the uh, book of all knowledge, as the list of might be aware, so the, the history book that Paula gave me, um, there is uh, an anniversary of Bodie Creek Bridge, um, which was quite a big well, quite a big structure back in the day, wasn't it? It's yeah. quite an important structure. Yeah, po- po- uh, possibly, although somebody has said that's not true, but possibly the most southerly suspension bridge in the world. Oh, well, I'm sure we'll be able to find out on Wednesday. See, um, but I was speaking to Terry and Joan Spruce on yeah. Wednesday about it, who know a lot more than I do about Joan it. Joan is a fantastic historian, and we've got a couple of her books actually uh, knocking around. So, oh, brilliant. Uh, yeah, she's done a couple of books on that, on history stuff. And then we'll be talking to Mike Summers as well um, about a bit more clarity on the Island Games and what's going on in terms of the Falcon sport. Very disappointing, team. very disappointing for people. But um, as I was talking to somebody earlier this morning um, who is part of the team and that was going to go out there and mm. he said, you know, it could just give you extra, extra few months to, to get, you know, get your training done and yeah. stuff. And then I'll be back in a minefield as well. You seem to spend your life in minefields, <laughs> actually, this last couple of weeks. Well, this is the thing, Paul, because in two months' time, that's it. You know, we can't ask the the D-miners to come back and just say, wait for a shot. Uh, so if we have all this footage, then we could, you know, it, it, in 10 years down the line, in 20 years down the line, it'll never be, it'll never be like that again. Yeah. And this has been a project, a 38-year project where... Throughout the years, people have said, oh, it can't be done, it won't be done. And then it's slow, it's coming to the end in November, all this, you know, demining. So, like I say, I'm just trying to get as many footage, much footage as we can, many interviews as we can. Um, and this one is, I'm taking up the, the good old drone uh, to fly you up. Love that, don't you? <laughs> I'm taking um, the drone to fly up. Ollie and, and I were on Five Pass on Saturday morning. Well, you were up very early on Saturday morning to do it. Then you came round to my house and we had, a, had breakfast and then went out again. Um, very good breakfast we did, well, um, <laughs> but you it was a bit too windy wasn't it the second time round because you showed me the footage of the drone in, in forward mode but actually <laughs> being pushed backwards due to the wind so in, in, in the morning uh, don't worry it was all safe I was, I was safe I can fly it safe I've had quite a good experience on it but because it was so windy in the morning I tried putting the rotors forward but the wind was so strong, it was pulling it backwards. Um, but the reason why is that is because the higher you go, the stronger the wind falls. All oh, right, so it came so, down pretty pretty quick. Yeah, and I had to decide, um, that's it, you know, yeah. I can't fly this higher. Um, but then the second time around, when we were doing the actual filming, the wind was pretty much non-existent, yeah. so we got some nice yeah, shots of it that. It went down, didn't it? Um, yeah. And the sun was shining as well. So we um, You're doing a piece on drone. You, well, sorry, you did a piece on drones. It mm. should have gone into the programme last week, but it was pulled at the last minute because... 
Listener, you had like nearly an hour's worth of stuff from us last week. Don't be expecting that every week. This week, we're going to go back to 20-odd minutes. Um, but yes, last week, uh, you did... A, a, I was watching it, actually. Very informative. Um, it's very difficult here. I thought it's very difficult, I think. Anyway, because the drones are just so easy to buy, aren't they? Absolutely. And... and if you're like me, quite excited about technology and new new gadgets and gizmo gadgets and gizmos. That's what we have to deal with, listener. <laughs> Did if you heard that? that. <laughs> and Steve sneezing down the corridor in his office. His meters away yeah. as well. Um, no, like I say, um, you know, if you got gadgets and gizmos, people are going to buy a drone and fly it straight away up in the air. When in reality, there's there's military that are flying that are yes. doing the training. There is the civil aviation, yeah. so fire gas that are flying around. Um, low low flights as well for some of them. Yes. So it's yeah. important to tell Firegas, and there is some legislation around it. Yeah. Um, so you don't. So it's safe before you fly up in the air. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And like I say, when we do it, FSV, we have to apply for a license. Yeah. We can only go a certain height, and we have to call Firegas just to make sure everyone's safe yeah, and everyone knows where we are. That's very safe, isn't it? A very sensible thing to do, and quite right. Um, there's been a couple of times. What? Once last week when it was absolutely glorious, dead calm. So Ollie very excitedly got ready to do the drone, rang up Figas, and Figas went, I'm sorry, but where you want to film is where we're going to be doing some flying. Um, you know, which is fair, so which is fair enough, is, isn't it? Like, yeah, but little face, <laughs> you're so disappointed. But they, like I say, you know, the training, it's, it's for a good cause, isn't it? Yeah. You know, they've got Snow later this week. No drone yeah. for that then, I don't no, think. No, snow on Thursday. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be uh, it's going to be chucking it with snow apparently on Thursday, so that's going to be fun. It's just crazy how it changes from really beautiful, nice, sunny weather to where you know you can get a t- I think I've got a bit of windburn anyway. You've got a little bit of windburn. Yep, yeah. uh, from snowing, you know, pretty I don't know, pretty cold, pretty nasty mm. um, next weekend. So yeah. So beginning of October, folks. Um, you know. It's, if you haven't already got your tomato plants in, you should have them. I noticed um, when I went to Stanley Growers earlier in the week, uh, they were doing a roaring trade on oh, yeah. on uh, little pl- seedling plants they'd done. And I went around to somebody's house and they had a tray of uh, tomato seeds uh, just sprouting in That's their it. in their lounge. So yeah, get get it done. It's a very um, good point actually because we were thinking <laughs> of doing that. Uh, so do it now in the FITV house. We've got a polytunnel, so we, we might give that a go. In the window, <laughs> yeah. Um, so later on this, this month, uh, Fyodor will be doing their play Witness Woman Prosecution, uh, which is an Agatha Christie um, play. Absolutely brilliant, can I just say. Um, I've only got a very, very small part in it, but the, the, the cast and the directors and everyone involved in it have worked so hard, you can tell. Um, it was supposed to be uh, performed back in April, but due to COVID and everything, it was, it was put back. Um, but they've done a marvellous job, um, and we've got a rehearsal tomorrow night on Tuesday. We're going to run through the entire thing. It's going to take wow. forever. you got to do it, though, haven't you, yeah. to make but sure... In costume as well, I was saying, take pictures. Uh, I have seen some... Um, some an actor has sent, you know shown me some pictures of it, which is quite good. It looks uh, quite good, yeah. quite interesting. Uh, no, but it's, looking it's, forward it's, to it's, that. It's a, I mean, it's Agatha Christie. It's a really good, pl- good uh, story and a good play. Um, but the acting in it is just phenomenal, and it's one of those, it's one of those plays where it suits Fiona down to the ground. Oh. You know, absolutely, because people who just want, I just want a small part. 
um, can have a small part. And if, if you wanted to start off and, and just have a non-speaking role, there's some non-speaking roles as well. So are we going to have an exclusive on here then? What part do you play? I play the clerk, actually. I'm the clerk oh. of the court, so um, I've got very little to say and I haven't learnt my lines, which I'm feeling really guilty about. Um, I literally look at them every... Don't, don't tell Nancy, because she'll go... That's the, the director, she'll go spare. Um, but everyone else is... I mean, the amount of lines they've got to learn is, mm. is phenomenal. So luckily, I've got to announce the indictment and, and address the jury... So quite a lot I can actually read off a off a piece of an official looking piece of paper. Um, oh, brilliant! So that's going to be right. The the judge um, key is played by Keith, and he's I mean he's lucky because he can keep his script on the <laughs> on the table and uh, and just look at look at the script. So but Keith's quite good at that, isn't it? Because he's the speaker. He's fantastic. Speaker. Yeah, speaker of the house. He's got a lovely voice. Um, yeah, so uh, he, he's in the costume there. So I think that sort of brings us um, to the end of of the podcast for this week. Um, I'm sorry it's not more energetic and um, and think. What were you working on before we came in here to record this? World Mental Health Day. Oh, World Mental Health Day. So um, Ruth has written some poems, hasn't she? That you were. Yeah. So from Team Team Tranquil. So we've um, we've. Four, four poems every week, so as in one poem every week, so there's four poems in total in the lead up to World Mental Health Day. And she's some nice poems, and we've put some nice little, I don't know, nice cover shots over, a bit yeah. more calming. Yeah. Like, um, so the first week we had nice epic drone shots I yeah. get, uh, of the uh, of the beach. And They're really like nice that. for the beaches, yeah. Yeah, and then we had, the, the following week we had, I think, people being active, people doing stuff. And then this week we've got uh, wildlife and nice little wildlife uh, filming. So it should be quite good. Um, I've been looking at the um, documentary about drag in the Falklands, which will be going out hopefully in November. We had a test at the cinema last Friday, and it seemed to work. Um, But if anyone's listening to this and has got any hints or tips uh, to get 1080p in... uh, and 1080p 19... uh, Sorry... 1080p 16.9 aspect ratio into scope um, then please drop me a line I'd be most pleased to hear from you um, but don't start your email with well you should have done this because that's not going to happen um, <laughs> say hello first that's yeah, the best say hello. <laughs> hello I hope this email finds you well that's the one yeah <laughs> that's what you need to put in <laughs> Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Anyway, we shall see you next week, folks. Bye. See you later.